Hello Spectrumites and other people. My name is Forrest and welcome to the Pancake King, Life and Marriage on the Spectrum. The podcast for you to learn about the autism spectrum, learn what it's like for someone like me to live on the spectrum, and what marriage is like between two people on the spectrum. This is episode 40. 40, guys. It's crazy I've made it this far already, and I'm absolutely blown away by how far this show has come, and the small but committed following I have on my Substack, which if you haven't checked that out already, that's thepancakeking.substack.com, where you can get a blog post every Saturday and be informed every time a new episode of the podcast comes out. My bonus show, where my wife and I review each episode of Extraordinary Attorney Woo, is also available there if you become a paid subscriber. I look forward to seeing you guys there. Today we're going to delve into the life of John Elder Robison, a man whose unique perspective and innovative mind has made him a pioneer in the field of electronics and a strong advocate for neurodiversity. John Elder Robison was born in 1957 in Amherst, Massachusetts, into a family of engineers and inventors. His father was a professor of electrical engineering at the University of Massachusetts Amherst, and his mother was a mathematician. From a young age, John was fascinated by electronics and spent much of his time tinkering with gadgets and building things. However, while John's love for electronics was a source of joy, it also brought with it significant challenges. As a child, John struggled with social interactions and found it challenging to communicate effectively with others. He often felt like an outsider and was bullied by his peers. Despite these difficulties, John persevered and continued to pursue his passion for electronics. As John grew older, his love for electronics led him to a career in the music industry. He designed and built custom cars and sound systems for famous musicians like Kiss and Pink Floyd. His innovative creations quickly caught the attention of others in the industry, and he soon became known for his unique perspective and his ability to think outside the box. It wasn't until John was 40 years old that he was diagnosed with Asperger's Syndrome. This diagnosis was life-changing for him, as it helped him to understand why he had always felt like an outsider. With this knowledge, John began to see his differences as strengths rather than weaknesses, though, like with most other people, it took time. John's experiences with Asperger's inspired him to write several books, including Look Me in the Eye, My Life with Asperger's, which became a New York Times bestseller. Now, admittedly, I think I only read half of that book when my parents lent it to me from the library so maybe I should get back into that. In his books, John shares his journey of self-discovery and encourages others to embrace their differences. Today, John is a strong advocate for neurodiversity and works to raise awareness about autism. He serves as a member of the Interagency Autism Coordinating Committee and has spoken at events around the world. Through his speaking engagements, he hopes to encourage others to accept and embrace neurodiversity and to see the value in people who think differently. In addition to his advocacy work, John has also founded several organizations to support individuals with autism. He founded the Neurodiversity Scholarship Fund, which provides scholarships for students with autism who are pursuing higher education. He also founded the Better Understanding of Social Cognition Program, which uses virtual reality technology to help individuals with autism develop their social skills. John's life is a testament to the idea that our differences as people on the autism spectrum should be celebrated, not stigmatized. His unique perspective and his ability to think outside the box have led him to great success, and his advocacy work has helped to change the way that people view autism. 
So I hope that was another inspiring story for you, given that I did Temple Grandin not too long ago. And I'm going to look up other key figures in the autism community and other people who helped shape what we know of autism. Now, at this point, I'm only a few episodes away from calling it a season, where I will be taking a month-long break in July, figuring out where I am with this show and where I want it to go, and during that time, I'm going to need your help. If you email me at vanzotmedia at gmail.com to give me suggestions or ideas to take with me into season three of the podcast, I would be really happy to see what kind of feedback you guys have for me. Tell me what I've been doing good so far. Tell me what I need to improve on. I'm completely open to whatever criticism you're ready to give me, as long as it's respectful and civil as uh, this type of criticism is supposed to be. So with that out of the way, thank you guys for listening. I hope this story has inspired you, and I'll see you next week. Hey guys, if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast, write a review to help the show grow, and subscribe to my Substack at thepancakeking.substack.com to receive updates on new podcast episodes, a new blog post every Saturday, and other content I may put out. You can also check out the entertainment me, KG, and my friends make together on our YouTube channel, Vanzot Productions. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.